Welcome to the West Coast Project Podcast for Orange is the New Black Season 2. My name is Mike, and I'm here with Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Mike. Hey, this is our Season 2 recap episode, but tonight we're lucky to have a special guest, Stephanie Andohar. Hey, Stephanie. Hey. <laughs> hey, thank you for coming on, and for all of you fans of Orange is the New Black, Stephanie plays young Rosa from the Season 2 flashbacks. Yes, yes, yes. Young Miss Rosa. <laughs> young Miss Rosa, yeah. So... Uh, so, Stephanie, you've been in some TV performances and, and movies and theater. Which do you prefer? Um, well, I, I like all three. Theater gives you more of a rush, I would say, you know, because you, you feel instantly connected with the audience. So it's like you feed off of that energy. Um, then TV and film, it's a, it's a little more technical, but it's like you also get to work on each piece of your craft at the same time you know what i mean like to perfect your performance a little more you get more chances uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like you have that luxury of film and tv but it's just it's a little more technical so you know it's like it's 14 hours too usually on set usually uh. it could be 14 hours so yeah was, it's long hours but it's 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 well worth it at the end of it <laughs> was orange is a new black shot in new york it was at the kaufman astoria studios okay and you live in, Queens, in new york yeah. right yeah, born and raised in New York, proud cool. Manhattanite. <laughs> All right. Um, so, so do you do theater in New York too? Um, I did theater like years ago. I've been focusing more on TV and film, but I did do a lot of theater. Theater's like my, it's like where I feel at home when I do it. You know what I mean? Like theater's always like gonna be close to my heart no matter what, though. Nice, nice. Well, I think Michelle and I will alternate these questions for you, if that's okay, so we can yeah, share yeah, and talk, share in our airtime here. Sure. Yeah, well, Stephanie, we had heard that you participated in after-school acting programs. I know I have daughters, and they've all done that, too. Now, we're in Tennessee, so I'm sure it's different uh, than, than <laughs> the kind of things that, that you were exposed to. But um, do you have any favorite roles that you were in back in school when you were introduced to this craft? I do. I was I was about 11 when I joined the Beacon After School program um, here in New York when I was in junior high. And I got into it actually because my mother was the one who put me into there so I could stay off the streets of New York so I didn't get into any trouble <laughs> with my sister and my brother. <laughs> oh, fun. But, um, yeah, so then that's where I kind of found my calling. But I did uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was one play I did when I was like 12. And that was, I, I played Fenris Ulf. And that's when I, oh. I, I was, yeah, I got to be really comedic in that part. And it was really fun. Then I did The Wiz and I played the Scarecrow, which was like by far my favorite. And that's actually where I got discovered too by a talent manager at the time. Oh, that's really fun. So you knew from an early age then that this is... This was where your yeah, passion it was like was. my calling. Yeah, it became my passion. And I just said, I think acting is what I want to do. I mean, it's not like something I set out for. I just knew it. It just resonated with me. You know, like I just knew it was fun. And I was like, if I could entertain people my whole life, that would be great. It'll be a plus. <laughs> Were you pretty young with your first role that you got? My first role as far as theater or with film and TV? Um, your first payroll, your first like acting actual job, were you? My first one, yeah, that was house? my first acting job was Law and Order SVU, and I was 21 there. Oh, that is great. Yeah, 
<laughs> did you enjoy doing that? Was that a good experience for you? I did. It was my first role on TV and I had to play a pregnant prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, this is great. You know, this will really, you know, get me in there. But every New Yorker says you're not technically a New York actor unless you've been on a Law and Order. <laughs> so I was like, well, at least I'm on there as a pregnant prostitute. It's okay. At least I got my Law and Order credit. <laughs> Were you scared <laughs> but it, it yeah, I was actually. I remember I was sitting there in my scene where I'm like identifying the girl on the TV monitors and I just look up during like the break and I was like, oh, it's my first job. And everyone was so nice. And they were like, oh, my God, it's her first job, everybody. And everybody started applauding. And the director was like, I'm glad that I gave you your first shot here. I was like, yes, thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> that's great. Well, that, that's really a huge show. And, of course, Orange is the New Black is totally popular with everyone. Do you have yeah. any advice for uh, young act actors and actresses that are coming up like you were? Um, I, if The advice I always usually give is just it's, it takes a lot of hard work. And just to keep going and keep going no matter who says what, no matter your obstacles. No, no, you can't let things affect you, especially in this business. You know, you just have to have perseverance too you know it sounds like a cliche but it's true you know you yeah. gotta make sacrifices and and just knowing when you have a chance to affect the world in a great way because i think that's what i've also gone on was that if i can make people laugh if i can make people cry if i could just touch somebody with a performance i i feel like then i've done my job you know so just basically just keep on going no matter what right no that's what. good advice Oh, yeah. that's sweet, too. It's nice <laughs> that you feel that way about it, you know, that you, like, have this passion, and it really shows through and everything. I love that. Oh, um, sure. Oh, both um, both you and Barbara Rosenblatt, y'all both do such a great job portraying the character Rosa. Um, have thank you me. ever, sure, have you ever played this kind of shared, older, younger role before? And would you say that there's specific challenges associated with this kind of of sharing of a character, so to speak. Um, yeah, I've never uh, played a role where I had to, you know, be a younger self and then there's an older uh, self. I never did that. This was my first time. And I actually did, I was allowed to go on set those few times to uh, see Barbara playing Miss Rosa. So I can, you know, look at her mannerisms and really get a sense of how she's portraying Miss Rosa. Um, and then that was pretty much it from there. And then just listening to her voice, um, you know, the accent that she does and just listening to her every day and every night, even going to bed just with my headphones and just listening to her, you Bye. know, distinction of her voice. And, and I was like, oh man, this is going to be, I hope I can tackle this. Like, <laughs> but you I did. And, oh, yeah, thank you, she thank did. You. you nailed it. Great. It was a great, uh, it was, it was so interesting to me because like Mike had mentioned, we've done many other podcasts, but but to have these these characters that both that they're kind of divided, and you're having different uh, different actresses playing these same roles. We thought that it might be um, I don't know, just just harder, you know, just a harder thing to do to. Uh, oh yeah, of course. To play that, Stephanie. There's a there's an image of you in the in the van where you're where Rosa morphs into young Rosa and your faces kind of merge together. Have you seen that that yeah. GIF file? That's really cool. It's it's interesting how they did that. You guys, 
are really two different women, but you your faces blend together so well when they do that in the show. It's really cool. Yeah, we were for that take. We it was like about nine degree weather, and we were doing it outside, and then. She was, uh, Barbara was in the driver's seat. They would take her take and then they got her out of there and then they would whisk me into the seat now. And then now they're taking my take and then they were like, okay, let's bring in the fan to blow her hair in the wind. I was like, oh my God, this is now going to make it feel like it's minus one, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was like, yeah, it was really, it, it took a while to get, you know, to make it precise with my hands and you know, making sure we're like the same height in the seat. It, it was a little like, like I said, now going back to the technical aspect of TV, um, it was just that. But it was also like, I can't wait to see the end result of this. <laughs> right. It's really <laughs> and cool. It look, and it looked great. I've seen all the GIFs on Tumblr and a lot of the people like it. So I was just happy about that. Yeah, we'll post that on the uh, link on the, on the podcast. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be yeah. great. Sorry, Michelle, I think I might have stolen one of your questions there, but oh, that was that's just, okay. it fit right in there. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. And that that was truly, Mike and I discussed it when the podcast came out, when we were doing that particular episode and how great that was. It was, um, it was, it was just pretty amazing scene that they did. And, and, um, and y'all just did a really great job with that. Okay. Um, Sure. Some of our favorite flashbacks were always of Rosa and Ro and uh, young Miss Rosa. And she's she's daring and she's impulsive. Do you feel like that's more true to your character? Do you identify with that at all? And you know, I think why I loved playing the part was that I was able to be that free and, and really, you know, <laughs> hold guns and you know, dominate my men, <laughs> you know, it was like something that I don't really do in real life, obviously, but, but, you know, it was like, I felt free doing it and it was just a lot of fun in my real, you know, that's not my character. I think I'm a little more timid, you know, when it comes to things like that, but right. I, I just, I knew, especially with Miss Rosa's, uh, diagnosis as well. I just, we all kept saying just, we have to have Miss Rosa, you know, go out with a bang and just, make this woman live it up and just show people she had the time of her life. And that was robbing Absolutely. banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what she liked. Um, a lot of those flashbacks were in the 1970s and that's before you were even born. Um, do you think that you would have liked to have lived in that era with the cars and clothes and music and that kind of stuff? Do you relate to that at all? Yeah, definitely. I, I've always, and it was funny too. I always dreamed of like, playing a role in the 70s and actually it takes place in 1982 oh okay yeah oh, it takes it? place okay. in 1982 so it's like you know early 80s but it still right. has the reminiscence of you know the late 70s there because especially right. with the clothing and everything but, <laughs> right right but um yeah because then it also you know because it ties in with the uh cuban uh you know refugees and stuff like that because that that's kind of what we were too you know we were cuban refugees we had just come to New York and we're just like, okay, now we have to just come here and live the American dream. And I guess that consisted of robbing banks in a way, <laughs> if it makes sense, you know what I mean? But, sure. um, but yeah, so no, definitely that was always a dream of mine to like have the bell bottom, you know, the bell bottom pants and just like the clothing. Like I remember going to wardrobe and just seeing all the clothes, you know, the vintage clothing on the racks. And I was like, oh my God, this is a dream come true. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. You really had great clothes and stuff for that scene. I know I was a teenager during, you know, during that time and we did have the, the, 
early 80s, late 70s, the hair and the clothes and everything. And I can see why why you would like that. I have a daughter who's close to your age. And oh. um, yeah, and, and she was always really fascinated with um, with that same same time period. Oh, I see. Yeah, it, it's it was definitely a time. I know my mother talks about it a lot, too. Um, you know, the, the 70s. It was like as if I feel like, I don't know, maybe you can answer this too. Like the 70s, it just seemed really free. Like, you know, obviously you didn't have technology, you know, the advancement of it then the way it is now where every you're like available to everybody at every time. But in the 70s, sure. it was like you were either partying or you were just somewhere where you were having a good time not a care in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it kind of seemed like, you know? <laughs> well, sure. I, w- I was actually in like the mid eighties. I was, you know, a teenager, but, but the, the seventies, I think it's kind of freeing. And I also think it was kind of limiting, you know, like what you were saying with the lack of technology and yeah. stuff like that. I think you kind of have, have both of it, but, but there was definitely some great parts of it. And, and I think it's really neat that you got to experience some of that. Yeah, it was it was really fun. Stephanie, were you a fan of uh, Orange is the New Black for, from season one before you were on the show? I was actually. Actually, I auditioned, uh, like, I think two times for season one. I auditioned for, I believe it was the Morello character. Oh, really? Now by, by uh, Yael Stone, which is great. Uh, but I did. I auditioned for that. And then I went in there for another uh, part. I think it was just maybe like one scene or so. Um, so I was like, all right, you know, I still love the show, but, you know, maybe they'll call me in for something. And then, boom, Young Rosa just came up. And I guess it just synced in that moment. And it was just meant to be. Yeah, that was a great fit. I, I really liked how Rosa had feelings about fortune and luck, like the kiss before and the kiss after the robbery. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any uh, do you have sharing of those in real in your real life? No, not at the moment. No relationship here. Uh, but <laughs> I guess my relationship is with my career right now. Um, I know I've gotten already. There, there's been quite quite a few fans that are I see on Twitter and Tumblr that are just like, I would kiss her, and I don't care if I die. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that's nice, you know. At least you know, at least I know they want they wouldn't care. But some of them are kind of like, oh, I would kiss her, but you would die. I don't know how I can handle that. Like, so I don't know. It's kind of funny, but. But no, no, no relationships here as of yet. Yeah, that's a that's a weird guy compliment, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a little weird. But, Are you? But, you know, it's but I I guess it comes from the love, so it's all good. Yeah, it's all fan. <laughs> it's all fan based. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you uh, Are you shy? Because the Rosa in the beginning seemed a little shy and scared to be going into the bank, and you know, she she looked a little timid. Are you like that in real life, or are you like the bold Rosa that we saw at the end? I think it's a little bit of both, you know, I I guess we can say she was definitely shy and and then Marco, her first husband played by uh, Alfredo de Casada, he played it, he did such a great job with just, you know, breaking me in that I guess then I was like, now I'm an expert by the end. But in real life, I don't know, I guess I'm a little, I could be a little shy, but when I need to be bold in certain moments, I, I think then I... The boldness does come out of me. It's, it's like my New Yorker comes out. <laughs> right. Oh, <yeah>. Like my little toughness. <laughs> would you Would you have wanted the real loaded gun or the gun not to be loaded in real life? In real because life? Mike and I argued that on here. Which one? So you get to be the tiebreaker with this. Oh, man. Well, as young Rosa, I think she definitely wanted that gun loaded uh, to protect yep. her husband. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. because you know the outcome was just not good. Um, but in real life, I'm, I'm more of a lover than uh, you know than than a weapons than a lover. bank robber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm more of a lover than a bank robber. Good to know. Um, is there any upcoming projects or anything like that you got going on that you'd like to share? Um, I'm actually co-starring in A Walk Among the Tombstones, starring Liam Neeson. So oh, I do have a wow. nice scene with him. So I'm excited, and it comes out September 19th. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> That's cool. I, any more of you in Orange is the New Black? Any more flashbacks that you can share? Or, uh, not that I know of, but I mean, it would be uh, amazing to be a part of Orange again. But not that I know of. I, I, all I know is that at least Miss Rosa got to go out, you know, in glory. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. got her freedom, her taste yeah. of freedom. That was so great. We couldn't quit talking about that last time and how exciting it was and everything. But but Stephanie, we have like the million dollar question for you here, okay? Yes. Where did Rosa go in that van? Where did she go in that van? Where did she go? Did you know, she get I'm, away? I, I, Is she gonna for get some away reason, I'm city? hoping she went to go see Don because she does mention that he lives, I believe it, it was in Brooklyn. And she's like, oh, he still lives, you know, he lives in Brooklyn. I'm like, you know what? Maybe she just drove to him. You know what I mean? Like that last time to at least see the last one that she never really got to, you know, kiss, I guess, you know, well, she didn't give him the curse, but I think it would have been nice to to see the last one of the last of the Mohegans, as they say, like, (laughs) you know, to go and live it up with him in her last, you know, time, maybe. I'm not sure. You that are a romantic, nice. yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I love that. That's perfect. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's kind of like what I like to think about her doing too. Just getting out of there and and um and getting that final opportunity to have something. So yeah, exactly. Stephanie, yeah. you could you could do us a big favor. Um, yes. If you could get roles on Fargo, True Detective, Louie, and Better Call Saul, we could interview you again for each of those shows because those are our <laughs> other podcasts. <laughs> Yes, I actually, I see, yeah, I saw that on the website. Um, yeah, I, that would be great. I'll, I'll definitely uh, make sure I can get on for those, just so I can be interviewed again by you guys. Yeah, just this is like one of the best interviews ever. This is like oh. you know really comfortable and. You know, it's, it's great. Yeah, I'll definitely try my hardest. I'll speak to my agents and see what happens. Cool. Yeah, it's great. Is there anything else you want to share? I see you have, like, revision apparel on your website. Anything you want to talk about or um... – yeah, that's actually my sister's clothing design. Uh, she's a graphic designer, and Revision Apparel is like her baby. And she just basically makes beautiful graphics. They're on T-shirts, and they're available on tote bags and pillows. And she just has – she's like – it's fire. It's like the New York staple, you know what I mean? Like just urban wear. Cool. So it's, yeah, I'm really happy about that. And you'll, I also saw a link for Dream Foundation. What's that? Yeah, I'm, I actually am an ambassador, an alumni, too, of I Have a Dream Foundation, which basically um, allocates tuition uh, funds for low-income community uh, children. So when they're in the third grade, they promise them to pay for their tuition to go to any college of their choice when they become 18. Oh, wow. That's that is awesome. And they actually put me, yeah. they actually... Uh, supported me and put me through college. I went to Pace University here in New York. 
That's incredible. Wow. That's a great, that sounds like a really great foundation. How did you become involved in that? Just- uh, when I, when I moved, uh, in the Chelsea area of New York, uh, elementary school, the, I have a dream foundation just happened to sponsor my third grade class. And I was a part of it, and I, I was really lucky. I guess that's where the fortune and luck comes in that young Rosa like to have. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I got, I got very fortunate, and I was very lucky to be chosen as a dreamer. And they were able to put me through, and I got my bachelor's in business, actually. Oh, wow. Look at you now giving back and becoming, you know, part of that. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm very happy to do that with them. That's great. Well, we really appreciate you spending some time with us, Stephanie, and um, hopefully we can maybe do it again sometime with one of your other roles coming up with your other projects. Yes, of course. I so appreciate it, Mike and Michelle. Thank you so much, and I just I feel so honored. Thank you again. Uh, we're the ones honored. Thank you so much for doing this with us. This has been so much fun. So we'll, no po- we'll post links to your website and your Twitter handle, at Steph and Okay, um, great. Any last questions, Michelle? Um, nope, that's all I had. Okay, cool. Well, thanks again, Stephanie. Oh, no, thank you. Okay. Thanks so much. Great okay. to meet you. Thank you, too. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Taking steps is easy. Stand still as One-way ticket.
She said I 